Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, hello, Viewsters. Hello, Viewsters. Hello. Welcome Listener to an Nathaners. actual episode of the podcast. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. This. Yeah. Shit. This is going to be our first actual podcast episode since since, since the before times. Since the before times. The long like long that. Ar- like that artifact I found. Keyboard still has no idea what it is. I don't <laughs> think we'll ever know. I actually un uh, un unveiled a, a box sorry unearthed the box uh, full of those artifacts i sent jason a video a while ago really um yeah i didn't want to spread it too far because i thought you guys might turn me into the government or something i think i still might oh, yeah, for holding artifacts yeah we, yeah. we I mean, did that's... discern their use <laughs> all right shall shall we get stuck into part one of our yes. two-parter what we started I mean, with marcus we best or worst it's uh, let's put it to a democratic vote and start with the worst list anyway. Yay! <laughs> now that's true democracy! <laughs> now so, I get why the Americans do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a two-party system. I'm both parties. It just works. <laughs> Marcus is the invisible hand of the Marcus. Marcus is the deep state. Oh, I shit. am the deep state. So Marcus was Coney 2012. <laughs> Oh god, I wish. <laughs> I want to be naked and jacked again in San Diego. <laughs> uh, anyway. Alright, so anyway. So this mentions, is, I imagine. Yeah. This is the official Cinebeard's worst ten movies of twenty twenty. I'm pretty I sure hope I get I hope I got them all right. You probably <laughs> it wasn't probably a multiple did. choice questionnaire, Dion. I still think I did pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh. are we gonna get a ranking and then a marking out of ten, and whoever passes can <laughs> stay on the podcast? Hooray! Oh god, I hope I get kicked off and don't have to edit this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with the dishonorable mentions. Woohoo! Uh, starting with you know, with as our viewsters or all of them know, uh, I do this thing where I get the lists, I assign point values, which is basically the inverse of the rankings, and most points gets to the top of the list. Uh, so the first mm-hmm. lot here, the dishonorable mentions, only appeared on one of the Cinebeard's various top ten lists. Ah. Oh, so. Hey. Starting off with super intelligence. Oh god, that Melissa McCarthy bullshit. Oh my god. You were super intelligence, and then you said Melissa McCarthy, and I just know what the entire movie is. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you really do. (laughs) Actually, no. no, she's she's not Rebel Wilson. Ah okay, so it's only half a fat joke. True. Yeah, uh, uh, basically, all the supercomputers in the world try to find her boyfriend. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because, that's, because that's the plot of the movie. Because that's, that's the only even, way to save humanity. That's even worse than what I had in mind. That is what a, what what did you have in mind? I'm curious yeah. now. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I assumed it had something to do with her being a like a fat spy, maybe. And then she like, <laughs> and then she falls in. Maybe she falls in love with a computer. It's kind. It's kind of what where, where I was going with it. Oh, bonus! The computer is um, voiced by James Corden. Oh no! You're. Ugh. It's even more cursed. I thought, like, I, honestly, I thought Super wow. Intelligence. I I think I confused it with Spencer Confidential. Because I thought it was like a buddy <laughs> spy comedy, like that Rock Kevin Hart one. Oh, like, um, oh. wait, isn't that called like Central Intelligence? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I still think it would have been better if she fell in love with a computer. And Look, she was in a spy. Know, she was like the fat one in well, the spy. Dion, Dion, you're no, saying no, no. this as if that movie is not already in the works. No, yeah. no, no, Thomas, Thomas. That, that let's let's not jump the gun here. The, was, the computer oh and Melissa McCarthy fall in platonic love with each other. So friend love. They become besties, yes. Oh, well, I wasn't too so, far off. So, so, Jesus, so like James so the, Gordon so, just so fucking hammered quest, it home, though. So through the quest to find true love, 
the computer becomes friends with her and then she doesn't need true love. No, no, love. she finds true love as well. Oh! Yeah, she friend zones the computer. So she gets her cake and eats it too on screen for five minutes. Come on, come on, Marcus. <laughs> You're not better than that, but we are. <laughs> uh, come on. Right, that sounds awful. Next. Next. Next, dishonorable mention. One that I watched on the recommendation of one Thomas and it made it to my worst list. Fast and Fierce Death Race. Sorry, DMX. DMX! So DMX got out of jail and was like, I need who money. wants to hire me? And some <laughs> random studio was like, here's at least $20. And he was like, cool, I'll show up for Six no, he hours. was in that prison mindset. He did it for cigarettes. He did it for <laughs> he did it for cigarettes. Two packs of and good like, stuff. Two packs of good stuff, some toothpaste, and like a really nice toothbrush. No, a really and nice a, a really really good toilet wine. Your mm. finest toilet wine, the side of the Mississippi. So, so just to put it into perspective, imagine a movie getting made in 2020 mm-hmm. with the first Fast and the Furious's budget. But then minus all of that budget. Yes. And, and not adjusted for inflation. Do not adjust for inflation. Do not adjust for inflation. Do not hire any script writers. Um, get like at least three GoPros though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, basically, you know that plot point, and I think it's the fourth Fast and the Furious movie where there's the drug runners from Mexico through yeah. the underground tunnels. They basically turned that into a whole movie with DMX. I mean, and boy, does it not have enough juice to be a whole movie. No, it's awful. I, you should all. Are you saying it's good? Yes. No, it's fantastic. Definitely. Oh wow! Watch it. It's a must watch. It's a must watch. It's a Cinebeards mustn't watch. Must watch. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we're trademarking that right, right, fucking copywriting, yeah. whichever yeah. one it is. Yes, because like, yeah. holy oh. shit, that's one of the greatest ideas I've ever had in my life. Yeah, <laughs> say it again. Say it again. It's a city beards um, must watch, mustn't watch. Yes, clipping it. Mustn't watch, must must watch, for the ones that yeah. you have to see. Yes. <coughs> oh shit, that's amazing. Moving up the list. This was another one of Jason's Hillbilly Elegy. I did if not you, watch that piece of shit. If I you equate the word redneck to the N-word in your movie, it's going in my bottom ten. Oh, oh boy. And oh. that's all I want to say about that piece of shit. Oh, yeah. What about the fact that the, they the, waste the, both the Ed, most, Coach, and the Amy most... Adams? The most ag- like aggressively shit thing about that is that there exists a legitimate conversation to be had about the maligning of poor people in America across color lines. However, yeah. <laughs> how fucking ever, <laughs> don't say that. Yep. Yep. So Next moving one. Up list, moving up the list. Uh, Thomas, why don't you tell us about Guns Akimbo? Oh, fucking hated that movie so much. Oh my god. It's just... It, it, the whole movie reminds me of just the most out-of-touch thing I've ever seen. Because... Doing, kids? Yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> Hi, fellow kids. Are you playing the Fortnorts? Um, I hear you love the Fort Norts and to be a bridge trolls. Like it it just it just smacks of creative decisions and writers that have no idea what they're talking about with internet culture and making a movie about oh, but what if you what if you tweeted at the wrong person and they showed up to your house and drilled guns into your hands for a weird saw match that was live streamed to everyone. The I mean, only re- just shoot yourself in the face, man. Yeah, like, like fuck, they've like... given you guns. That's the hard part of exactly. The only redeeming part of that entire movie is a guy from Flight of the Concords. Yes, uh, he had he has a feature in it, and he's he's absolutely fantastic. fantastic. I mean, he, he always is. And I, I and I was sad because it's got um, what's her name from 
ready or not? Yes. Yes. And she's great, but you know, in this was wasted. And Daniel fucking Radcliffe. I mean, come on. Yeah. So yeah, it sucked. Moving on. Oh wait, on. no. Before 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 we move on, it has one of the most bizarre, like, dissonant, incongruous things. He plays as you do in most movies. They play fake video games because they can't afford licensing for the real video game to show it. Yeah. But yes. you see an ad for a real video game in the movie. Like Crack he's got a three. He's got a, he's got it's it was Battlefield One. Huh. He's got a magazine with like the big like front poster of the 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 Hellfighter from Battlefield One. Hmm. And it's like, oh Battlefield One, it's got the brand right there. And it's like and he's playing a fake video game. It's like, why didn't you just play it? That's probably because like the the publisher was like, hey, can we feature our game in your movie? Like, sure. <clears throat> cool, here's the script. Uh, second thoughts. Yeah, but this is EA. Yeah, yeah. EA were probably like, we'll give you $100,000, and then they read the script, and they're like, we'll give you $50. <laughs> we'll give you $5 and, like, a discount card for the next DLC. We still have some cigarettes <laughs> left over from our <laughs> other deal. No, it'll, they'll just be like, here. And they hand them an, an on, empty envelope. This is a loot box. Oh. <laughs> if you're Next. lucky, there'll be money in. Next up, uh, a, a, a film featuring many local actors. I assume it was also <sighs> shot here. Oh, dear. Deep Blue Sea Part 3 with a vengeance. Oh, yes. Fucking love that movie. Indeed the shots were so here. smart. They cared for each other and had emotions. What? Yep. This sounds amazing. Yeah, there was a hostage situation. It's a must watch, mustn't watch. It is a must watch, mustn't watch. There's there's a hostage <laughs> situation with the sharks at one point where a guy's pointing one of those um, underwater spear gun things at uh, at the one shark and he's telling the other to, other two to back off. And they're like, oh shit, and they back off. Okay. That's great. <sighs> and yes, yeah, very showcases a lot of our local talents um and which i use to deride them with when they come into the studio although i will <laughs> say this all of our actors were far better than the australian <laughs> than the aussies yep. well i mean i don't want to generalize but weren't the aussies just drunk on set the whole time could be. i mean wasn't I'll, everyone i'll i you know i would be if i were involved <laughs> All right, next. Coming up next, The Turning. I hated it. I hated it so much. There, there are few, there are fewer sins more aggravating to me than failed potential for film. And this is one of those Mm. films. Remember when we watched that trailer and it looked so promising and the trailer was like zero context and it was all very spooky. It was all very interesting. And then it was all just shit. And uh, the ending of the spoilers, the ending of the movie is, you know, this fucking harrowing. Oh my God. Are they going to make it? Are they going to make it? the ghosts and the demons oh my god and she get you know the au pair gets the the kids into the into the car they they finally get out oh and they drive up and the, the camera tilts up and it's oh it tilts up and it tilts up into her painting and it was all a dream oh my what? god hooray well I that movie you. could fuck right off next the grudge 2020 <laughs> Hey, another one that had potential. A, another one that had a promising trailer. So promising trailer, and it's the grudge. It's the how do you fuck this up? And I don't understand because the first American remake didn't fuck it up. Yeah, and we had the Jew on prequel Netflix series, which was oh, so fucking good. incredible, oh, mind-numbingly good. incredible. One of the most uncomfortable horror experiences I've ever had and is so good and is a perfect, perfect lead up to the grudge. But again, you're giving it to the Japanese people to make it as opposed to the Americans to make it. But I'm just like, why didn't you just follow the blueprint? The blueprint is there. Just do it. Just make the good movie. Kids. So what did they do wrong? 
everything. It's just, first of all, in the opening sequence, the first two minutes of the film, they show her right there, open, like in the middle, broad daylight. She's just chilling there, going, ah, and you're like, wow, okay, cool. Oh, wow, okay. And that's the last time we see her because they go to America. And then the whole movie just takes place in America and is nothing to do with the original Japanese thing beyond the fact that they were the ones that originally carried the grudge there, but she doesn't manifest there and there's a time loop. We're not even out of our dishonorable mentions yet. Nope. Good God. That's the last one, though. Coming now in at our top oh, 10. Oh, sorry, I, just top have, 10. I, just, I just have one more dishonorable mention because I don't know if anybody mentioned it, but mm-hmm. I forgot about it, and it's The Tax Collector because fuck that movie. Oh, none of us watched that except you. Mm. Yeah, fuck that movie. Okay, yeah. moving on. Uh, yeah, so now into the actual top 10. In 10th position, The Jonestown Haunting. I'm the only one that put this on my list. Uh, Thomas, I don't know if you saw it. Must have been pretty high up on your list. No, no I, I downloaded it on your recommendation of mustn't watch, must watch. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, I put it at number two because you, holy that's shit. That's aggressively shit. It's, let, let me put it to you this way, right? The actual, the, the plot has so much potential and it's so fucking wasted. The mm-hmm. basic premise is it centers around a woman who escaped um, the Jonestown cult, like right before they committed mass suicide. And she's all, you know, psychologically fucked up and she has to go back to the island to get closure, right? Sorry, Marcus, sorry to interrupt you, but I just realized that mass suicide is a very good euphemism for going on a diet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway... I, I, I do like the consistency in our lists of the years that last time I had a Manson family um, thing <laughs> in my list. Yeah. And this time we're getting a Jonestown massacre. So, yeah. So, Hooray! Uh, so, the Jonestown haunting, right? So, I was like, this seems like it has an interesting premise. I'm going to watch it because you're plugging the depths of someone who escaped the cult and the psychological scars that would leave, right? That could be terrifying having to face that again, going back to you know, the island and everything. And you know what it does? Fucking nothing. It's literally a blonde girl walking around a deserted island for almost two hours and nothing happens. Two well, hours? Two hours? Fuck off. If you gave me that at a brisk 80 minutes, I'd be like, all right. But like two hours, no. And Marcus, it's interesting that you mentioned that would be an interesting premise for a film because that is one of the films on my good list. Mm-hmm. Huh. It is. And we'll get to that next time. Or this time. All right. I don't know how well, Jason's going to... Part two will probably come out Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Nah. Whichever. So, Jonestown Haunting, a total miss it, please. It, it's so bad, it doesn't even have a meta score. It's not on <laughs> Metacritic. Oof. 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 The oof Moving up the list. To the yikes bow. Coming in at number nine. Number nine. nine. 2020's remake of The Witches. <laughs> Boy. Oof. Between the public apology Ooh. and the abysmally low Metacritic score, I stayed away from this movie and decided to instead rewatch the original 90s movie, which was fucking creepy as hell. That yes. would have been a better decision. Instead, I watched this shit movie and I recommended Marcus watch this shit movie. And then he dragged his poor <laughs> so wife I into it. I did. I did. <laughs> And my wife, which has a higher tolerance for bullshit than I do, was also just like, fuck this movie. Did Anne not have a will? No. No, no, no. And we... we, I swear to God, I I should have downloaded the subtitles because I only caught about like 25% of whatever she was fucking saying most of the time. I, I told you her accent would change, so don't complain too much about it. Why does it just slip in and out and go everywhere willy-nilly? It, it's not slipping yes. in and out, it just changes entirely. So she's like 
a Bond villain from the 80s. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> wow, that's awful. Yeah, not not even Octavia Spencer could save that movie. How was... Okay, I have an important question. Was Octavia Spencer playing Octavia Spencer in this movie? Because I need to create some sort of like diagram for roles she is cast. She, this, this was one of her pigeonholed roles. Uh, yeah. I know you're a good actor. I know it. Yep. There's great you in Thirty Rock. <laughs> She's great Everyone's in Ma. Great in Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. True. She's great Brilliant. in a lot of things. She was good Let's in uh, alumni. Uh, hidden figures as well. Yeah, but she's just playing herself again yeah. in Hidden Figures. As City Rock, she weren't playing herself. No, she was playing Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Number moving eight. onward, upward. Number as great eight. as City Rock is, and we could do, like you know do a whole episode on it. Someday. Yeah. Number That's right. the stream episode one day. One day. Is... Then I'll then I'll quit because I'll go out on top. Number eight is? So number oh, eight is interrupting oh. Mark, right? I like how <laughs> I like how we haven't done a real episode for a while, but we're still on that. You know, like <laughs> that, that, that is like muscle memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's like interrupt Marcus, never forget. Never Number forget. eight is Ava or Ava or uh, or a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, Jesus I Christ. watched that movie and I forgot it existed and didn't put it on my list <laughs> because your brain protected you from the trauma. How yeah. do you have a film with those actors that is so aggressively awful? It is like. Marcus, just read out the top build cast, if you would. Uh, Actually, I, I can find it real quick. Marcus seems to be busy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, 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 no I've, got I've got it. Oh. I've got it. Okay. Jessica Chastain. Oh. Jessica? John Malkovich. <sighs> Colin Farrell. Colin Common. Common. Like. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Come on. It was, Come and on. it was so terrible. It's just this fucking paint-by-numbers bullshit secret badass assassin who oh. used to be a drug addict, but now is on the straight and narrow. And, but she's still oh, gonna hide it from her family. Oh, family, 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 family. It's just, uh, well, it's just like, so aggressively boring. Yeah. And all of the performances every were... Every time they try... Every time they try to do like an action beat, they undercut it with Ava crying about her mom or some shit like that. Yeah, like I, you know, all I, of I the like whiplash. serious underpinnings were completely just thrown out the window because they never focus on them correctly. They just keep, like yeah. Mark, I said, they keep jumping from like, oh, it's a serious business to my mom. Yeah. Shit, Marcus, like, before, before Dion joined and we started recording, you said we had some cool facts about our top 10 list or bottom 10 list. No, no, about the bottom top 10 list. Okay, okay, okay. We have to wait for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Keep keep them, keep them, keep them keen. Yes. (laughs) Coming in hot and fast and loose. Like some kind oh, of first number like seven, some, like, like some, some kind, kind of, of number seven, yeah, like some kind of number seven, like a, a drink you would take quickly, uh, uh, a shot, maybe a shot of its bloodshot. I'm not gonna keep <laughs> gagging. <laughs> Wait a goddamn second, how is bloodshot this high up? I, I put, uh, I put bloodshot pretty high up, bloodshot, it's so high up. I did, I did the maths, not you. That's how it's that high up. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only way it makes sense is, Marcus, that you and Dion didn't watch this film. No, I didn't watch it. You would be correct that I did I, not I'm gonna I'm game. gonna put it out there that I have, of all the bad films, I have not watched one of them yet. Oof. Also... Dion, Dion did submit a list for. No, 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 no. You know, save my list. Save my list <laughs> to the end. 
because it is definitive. So just to save that, make them feel okay, very foolish. I'll, I'll save it for the end. Is it just one entry and it's just Batman v Superman? No, that'd be ridiculous, yeah. Thomas. Yeah, come okay, on. continue. Come on, that's a dead joke. We wouldn't do that yeah. again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So so bloodshot. Just filmed the... here. Filmed here. No, 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 no. Uh, excuse me, sir. That cutaway clearly said they were in London, England, and <laughs> definitely not in Woodstock. <laughs> definitely not in Woodstock. Like the police uniforms, you could tell those were European police. If you say so. Vin Diesel, who quite often has phoned it in, mm-hmm. was really phoning it in this time. Yeah, this was maybe the phone in the east he has ever done. Like, more than the last witch hunter. Well, no, 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 see, he didn't phone in anything in the last witch hunter. He, Wait, he was wasn't... just bad. Because remember, the, the reason he phoned in Bloodshot is because it wasn't based on one of his D&D characters. <laughs> yeah, that man can only act if it's based on D&D. He is coming back for more Bloodshot, apparently. Yep, because they're filming a sequel, because that film was a commercial success. Thanks, 2020. <laughs> what is happening? It took me, it took me a total of four days to watch that movie. Wow. I think I watched it twice in the space of two days. Oh. <laughs> because I'm not well, Jason. <laughs> but yeah, just the everything was just so phoned in with that movie, like the production the design. Numbers. It's oh, and the plots and the I don't I fucking oh my god, it's just I love how every like the members of the cyborg squad all have like cool hardcore all the men have these like cool hardcore augmentics and they're like the woman oh no my breathing it's just like <laughs> really really is okay. it a, like my was it a breathe through my skin type situation dude she's literally <laughs> quiet she's literally <laughs> quiet i was just taking a stab at the nope she's literally quiet oh not like as egregious but you know Nowhere near as egregious. Yeah. But it's still like very, very obviously like. Anyway. Yeah. So speaking of egregious. Number six. Number Number six. six. Mulan. (sighs) That film hurt me so much to watch. That's the first one of these that I've that I've actually seen. Nice. Nice. I'm very proud of myself. I feel like I'm pulling my weight. I'm I proud of you too, yeah. I actually completely forgot it existed. <laughs> I think that's for the best. <laughs> like me with Ava. I th- I think I think the entire nation of China would be happy with that. Yeah, I mean they did film too close to one of the, you know, concentration. They, yeah, they did film too no, close. No, 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 voluntary re-education. Yeah. Sorry, one of their voluntary re-education concentration camps. And they, and they <laughs> definitely didn't thank any of those people uh, in the credits or anything. Pretty sure they did, actually. You're, you're so badly informed. Thomas. I am badly informed. What, what annoyed me the most about it is the, the message of, like, yeah, everybody matters, all the skills that you have, you know, can help people to, oh, no, um, she's the chosen one. She's, that's why she can yeah. Cho- so it, it, basically, one... it basically went from Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker. Exactly! Yeah. Exactly! Yeah, it it undermines the really real and quite important message of it doesn't matter who you are, but if you can use your smarts, you can get the job done. That's... Yeah. <sighs> and it's best illustrated... Um, at the end, where she just goes off on her own. Whee! She, she's she's not supported by her friends. They don't sort of learn anything from her or the skills that she picked up. It's just, nope. Nope, I'm off to do Chosen One go, shit. Go use your Bye. Chosen One Kung Fu powers. I guess they didn't make a man out of her. 
Zing. I was gonna. I, I, I was gonna. Number five. <laughs> no, I I want to talk about my personal disappointment with the film, and that was that I had hedged my you bets were... on Mulan being good and this being the second wave of commercialized wuxia films, and now I'll never get that. Oh, you fool! You believe the trailer? <laughs> you hope we all did, Beyond. Don't don't. We don't all did. Yeah, well, me saying you doesn't automatically mean that I didn't, but it does take attention away from me and yeah. put it on Thomas. Spoiled again. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest, I do believe the biggest problem with uh, Mulan overall was just, it was such a disappointment when compared to MP3. what we were expecting. Yes. Anyway, yeah. number five. Number five. Oh, number you guys going to do the gag? There we go. No. There's the gag. No. Okay. We ran out yeah. of steam. We're better than that. Fantastic. Number five, number five is... You forgot the gag where we interrupt you. Yes. Oh, yeah, we could do that is... all night. <laughs> it's too Yeah, we can just keep going. <laughs> It's number five. It's two whole jujitsu. Jujitsu. <laughs> I will dispute that. I will say there is no jujitsu in this film. I Not will dispute one. that. There is. At I saw. Uh -uh. I saw uh -uh. one whole jujitsu throw. And now that I'm saying it and thinking about it, he might have just fallen over. Actually, <laughs> the jujitsu in this film. Are you sure it was, wasn't the was... throw? No, uh, the jujitsu in this film, Marcus, was um, based on a true jujitsu. <laughs> the true jujitsu being that an alien came down from the sky and the multiverse to teach humanity the ways of jujitsu so that he could have a single man kumite. Yes. What was with that weird first person, not first person fight scene? I'm not sure. I, actually, I have a theory about that. I think that that was um, filmed that way because they lost footage from B camera. So they had to like <laughs> swap between that A camera a footage sense. and like some BTS camera that was filming on the day as well. Yep. That actually tracks. I don't know how a movie that's 80% fighting could be so boring. It's so boring. Well, I can tell you. It, no, but, it, no, but it is. No, but like, look, even when you've got a low budget movie and it's produced and directed by a stuntman, surely you would expect the fight scenes to at least be cool and interesting. Exactly, you would, because you know what happened the last time a stuntman wrote and we directed John a movie Wick. on a low budget? Yes, I was so, holding to that. <laughs> well, I stole it from you and interrupted you, so ha! <laughs> The last oh, time we have to be fucking John Wick and like, come on. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and even without the budget of John Wick, you would expect him to just call up all of his stunt friends and be like, hey, let's do a stunt thing. And they'll all be like, woo, stunt thing. And then they could just do the maddest shit ever because the director's a stuntman and he'll be cool with whatever we do. But no, yeah. you just got this fucking gray porridge. <sighs> Was your favorite part of the movie, Jason, the, mm -hmm. the part where they were constantly running away from this never-ending barrage of shurikens that immediately disappeared when they <laughs> hit stuff and never hit anyone? That was my second favorite. My, my favorite part in the movie was... the racist was... caricature guy? No, um, no. My name is Earl? Our, when our main <laughs> character... Oh, crap, man. Yeah. Uh, was when our main character was fight talking to Nicolas Cage oh, in the cave, and then yes. then Nicolas Cage got angry about his hat. Yeah, that was <laughs> hey, that's hey, that sequence is where one jujitsu happens. Like I said, inspired by a true jujitsu. <laughs> it's it's <sighs> it's a beard. I would give it a cinebeard's must must watch, mustn't watch, but it's just so boring. Yeah, there, uh, yeah, there are a couple of bright spots which would be. Cinebeard's must-watch, mustn't-watch scenes. Yeah, so watch yeah, the it'll, it'll end up on YouTube. My favorite, personal favorite part of Jiu-Jitsu was the credits, because then it was over. 
<clears throat> and that's a an classic old burn. Joke. A classic burn. So who are coming you, Cinemasins? Yes, I am. Oof, at I'm number kick you four. Number four. Number four. Number four, which is oh, I'm expecting I'm expecting great things to come out of Thomas's mouth. Because Ooh. number four is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. <laughs> oh, no. Do you mean the greatest misrepresentation of trailer versus reality since the Trojan Horse? Is that what you are referring <laughs> to, in fact, sir? That's a DVD cover quote right yes. there. It is. I hope they put oh, it on the DVD cover. <laughs> I'm going to send it to fucking... Yeah, this is going to be so bad for sales, but it's such a good quote. <laughs> but it's such a, put it on the box, says Jason Blum. I love that his name is actually just Jason Blum. It's not even a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, this, this fucking movie. Thomas it's said so... I could watch it, and oh my god, it hurts so much. <laughs> It's it's so awful. It's so it's just an awful movie. And again, the biggest for me, the biggest problem was the the trailer, the teaser that gave you like no context is cut together like a really competent horror teaser and really kind of Mm. sets you up for this kind of saw experience with supernatural aspects, and you're not really sure, and you're like, oh fuck, that's cool, and it's. Blumhouse, so you're already trusting the brand, yeah. And then you get a literal, and again, this was my fault. I did not know that Fantasy Island was a Disney ride. I was unaware of this. So, what you get? It was also a TV series way back in the seventies, I believe. That is correct. So what you got was this. A movie that felt like a made-for-kids or tweens movie. It felt like I was watching a Nickelodeon Spy Kids kind of spin-off, but that incidentally had adults in it. Yeah. And how I knew that I was... Where I checked out, Marcus, was the sequence where... Or what's her... I don't know any of the fucking characters' names. I don't remember them. Where she's torturing the bully... And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, here we go. It's going to yeah. saw shit starts now. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's been a bit of a slow build up, but there's been some spooky yeah. things. And not much has happened, but like, here, here we go, here we go. And it's the most E for everyone torture scene I've ever, ever experienced in my life. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh look. fuck. I've been, oh, I've look, been had. Oh, I've been, I've been water. Yo, like, the torture scene is her getting tasered once and then some water gets dumped on her. And then the protagonist in the scene is like, "Oh no, this is so intense!" I'm just like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Oh yeah, and and she, 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 up until the fact where, okay, uh, it it continues because you know because this is 2020, the real way to torture someone is to leak their sex tape. Oh yeah, that what about that? Oh yeah, and she phones her husband. She leaks the bullied sex tape and phones the husband, and that's when she's like, "Oh fuck." This is I've gone too far. <laughs> I've gone hologram. too far. <laughs> and she then it turns out at the end the whole time. Oh yeah, and the 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 switcher the M Night Shyamalan switcheroo at the end of the movie is that they all thought they were there to experience their greatest fantasies, but actually they were all there to be tortured because they because they, they all put, they all participated in the sociologically observe phenomenon of social loafing and they let somebody die yes no 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 it, although the one although bad. the one was really fucked up the one I, I if i recall correctly the one woman was there because she canceled the date with him and then he went back to his apartment and then subsequently died and i'm just like what the fuck why did that's Look, you're, that's you're, really you're fucked free. up you're going yes yeah, should we punish even it's, more harshly remember, for that it's, that it's was basically fantasy. Like she, it's that's the blonde girl. It was her fantasy. Remember, she brought everyone to the island because she wanted to get revenge on them because they all let him die. Because she actually did go to the date place oh and he my... never showed up because he burned to death. Oh so the whole plot is put into motion by a female incel. 
And that's where you cut it. And that's mm. number four. Well, we are in the high definitely, It's definitely a Cinebeard's must-watch, mustn't-watch. Yeah, I, I, I actually I agree with Marcus because it's aggressively bad and may give you an aneurysm. Yeah. Yeah. That seems also, dangerous. Also, we can't afford to lose viewers, guys. No, no, no. Yeah, no we're, it's fine. But, and then you can go back and just watch any random episode of the old Fantasy Island because it ran from 1977 to 1984 on ABC. Wow. There are some episodes in full on YouTube, and it stars the ever charismatic Ricardo Montalban as Rourke. So, okay then. The thing, yeah, cool. And it's pretty good. All right, number also, three. Number three. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm jumping, jumping guns here. No, 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 Stop no, interrupting, no, you Marcus. You can jump the gun. We're getting there. We're getting there. In the number three position, which film is going to be at number three? Yeah, that's an important question. Yeah, this is, this, <laughs> yeah, this is no, just. No. Yeah. I like how this is just a stretch for us, like getting back into it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, in okay. third position, we have Mila Jovovich, colon, Monster Hunter. Do you mean, as, um, Jay as Jared described, a team building corporate exercise followed by an hour and a half of cosplay? Oh, boy. I mean, that's that's fairly I mean, accurate. Um, that is pretty accurate. So tell us about um, Paul W. S. Anderson starring his wife well, again. One that is if you, if you were to ballpark it, <laughs> if you were to ballpark it, aside from one monster, when would you imagine things become monster huntery in this film? Uh, I would is suspect it, right around uh, the very beginning or the very uh, middle of the first act. 15 minutes before the end credits. Excuse me? Fuck 15 you. minutes before the end credits is when you first get to the foresty region in Astera. That's how long it takes them to just faff around and fart else in the desert with these generic poison bugs. Are, you, are they in the fucking desert the whole time? The whole time. No! So they're basically on a rock island hiding from Diablos. Fucking god! They should have uh, just thrown some cactuses and this, this movie was was so goddamn bad. I actually took notes. <laughs> All right, let us hear your list of grievances. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my first list of grievances: weird, shitty army song sung really badly by everyone shortly before they die. Well, yes, because like we've discussed several times on the podcast, every swing low, sweet chariot. Well, it, that is a slave <laughs> song, Marcus. Marcus. And are soldiers not slaves to the capitalist system? Rise up, comrades. Marcus is kicked off the podcast again. Okay, um, I'm just uh, going to need a, a second of silence from everyone but me. Uh, the views expressed by Marcus in this podcast <laughs> do not reflect the views of the other hosts or the Cinebeards in general. Except Thank Thomas. You for the... Should we play that um, at the beginning of every episode? <laughs> I mean, we, 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 pro we probably Cinebeard should. Cinebeards are <laughs> not experts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so cool every kind things. of, you know, appearance by the US military as well as getting money for that movie means that they kind of have stipulations, and one of those is, you know, togetherness of the military. So, but so she's on. trying to get away from these um, these poison bugs at one point. Oh no, not the busy, poison bugs. She's That's busy my favorite monster. Hole. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love the, po the, the poison bugs that definitely exist in Monster Hunter. Yo, poison bugs, man. My she's best lance is made out of poison bugs. She's got a, a thing of bullets around her leg, a bandolier. Is it still a bandolier band around your leg? Uh, I, I don't think so. But belt, a on. belt. Just say a belt of ammunition. A belt a, of ammunition. A, an ammo belt. Uh, yeah, uh, an ammo belt. And she gets too close to a hot thing. The bullets fire off of her belt into the face of the monsters, and she's able to get uh, away. Uh, so it's that. So it's that end sequence from Shoot 'Em Up, where what's his yes. name has got. 
all the bullets in his hand and he shoots Paul Giamatti by sticking his hand in the fire. Yeah, because that's that definitely awesome. how bullets work. Like, <laughs> I'm mean, not saying that ammunition the man cannot. Character in that movie. Like, not saying that ammunition cannot cook off and fire. That's not what I'm saying. My my assertion is that you could aim it in any sort of way. Yeah. Yep. You can if you're Clive Owen. So, I mean, yeah. So the fight scenes, and by fight scenes, I mean Mila Jovovich fighting Tony Jaa, are filmed in much the same way that a Transformers fight scene is. Just, uh, just remind me again, is Tony Jaa a monster in this movie? No, he is a humans. But well, then, then why are you fighting why him? Why isn't it called Tony Jaw Monster? Why is it called Milyovovich Tony Jaw Hunter? I mean, it it should have been, except for like when they're fighting, she's yelling about how she's going to kill him. Um, mm-hmm. But then later, she she says that she's not his enemy. Ah, oh. okay. Yeah, and then they but and then they're friends. You, just like, don't, you, you don't try. Yeah, to she also Tony Jaw. She stabbed him a few times as well. Is this Pretty just like an extended metaphor for the USA and Japan's relationship post-Second World War? I think so, because she gives Tony Jaa a chocolate afterwards, which he absolutely loves, and then tries to attack her for more chocolates. Holy shit! This Wow, I was just being facetious, but apparently not. Yep. Okay, Another that's thing awful. That, that really annoyed me. Jovovich's character is the one that creates the clutch claw. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yep. Now, for those, for, for all of our views, none of whom actually play Monster Hunter, please describe the Clutch Claw. It's a little slingshot that sits on your arm that shoots a Batman-style grappling hook. And it lets you do cool things. Cool. Sh- it, it's, a, it's usually just a slingshot that shoots weird, funny things, but in Monster Hunter World, you've now got a a grappling hook attached to it called the Clutch Claw. She invents that in the movie, which pisses me off. Yep. For obvious uh, reasons. And then another thing that really pisses me off is uh, the final monster that they have to fight in this that is supposedly impossible to kill is a Rathalos. You mean the third monster you fight in Monster Hunter World? I do indeed mean the third monster you fight that they use to train you to fight flying monsters. Which, in the end of the movie, is quickly dispatched by a well-timed slinger bomb. Oh, by a slinger bomb, is it? Yeah, the little oh! things that we use to pester enemies. Yeah, in the, the game. things that you use to so draw you're saying aggro. This, this, is, this is shockingly faithful to the source material. <laughs> Says yeah. that one Polygon reviewer yeah, with yeah. 140 <laughs> hours! <laughs> but that's not the worst part of the film. The worst part of the film is that our protagonist oh, uses yes, this fucking this jewel blades. Uses the uses the most reviled by the community weapon choice in the game. The most ag- for those of the listeners we have that do not play Monster Hunter World, the most annoying people in the community use dual blades because all they do is spin around like fucking Beyblades, cancelling you out of your attack animations and getting you killed. And then they die. And then they die. Wow, that sounds like yeah, exactly the type of character I would play. It yeah. is, Marcus. It is. I say, that, no, that no, it's the kind of character that Dion would play. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> this sounds like my wheelhouse. <laughs> I know which game I, we're playing next, boys. I have a, I have a, I have a question, <laughs> though. I, I do have a legitimate question because I watched this movie without, you know, knowing a hell of a lot about Monster Hunter lore. You know, so I just have one question. Is there any yes. significance to Mila Jovovich's character being named Artemis? That is what I named my Palico, aka Kitty Cat, in the game. So maybe, maybe and I just have it put down. Yeah. <laughs> you, you. I mean, you, you're not wrong. I just don't have the strength to do it. <laughs> no, I just wonder if, if they actually like pulled a name from the lore, and that would also piss people no, off. No, they did not. They, they just didn't do stole that. But what they did cat. do is 
Capcom was like, woohoo, we're going to put that Monster Hunter World movie content in our video game. So now when you log on, you have to see it there too. Oh, really? Yup. And you can do a special quest so that you can dress up as Mila Jovovich, but it doesn't change your face. So my Mila Jovovich has a lovely beard. <laughs> I thought Mila Jovovich was a beard. Mm. Ooh, we also, may never know. The the movie it does not fit does not finish it simply stops. Oh, oh, it all of setting up other movies. Yeah, remember it, when he directed the first Resident Evil movie, and we yeah. were like, man, that was kind of cool. That sh- that should have been a sign though, because he took like a, a liquor and made it the final boss. Yeah, he did do that. Anyway, I mean, number two. Liquors are pretty terrifying. Yeah, but they're not number the final two. boss. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, in number two, a the worse movie than Monster Hunter. If, if that's even possible. It. Oh, it is. It is because it is CG Lion Massacre 3D. AKA oh, no! AKA, AKA Rogue. Okay, so I have AKA a little story. Megan Fox goes on safari. I have a little story about this, and um, it's interesting because I got a hold of this movie, and when I did, I was very interested because it had, I watched it, um, it had no Metacritic reviews, it had mm-hmm. no... Um, IMDb reviews, and it had no reviews anywhere I could find. I think I was the first person on this planet to watch this film. I think I watched it before the premiere somehow. Um, and it was horrible. It Do was... you know who the uh, the uh, top credited producer of this film is? Not the, not the person, the company. Is it Megan Fox? It's Mnet. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a Showmax original. Oh. And that should tell you everything you need to know about the CG contained therein. Is it all done by Marga. Black Ginger? Probably. <laughs> uh, what I will say though is there was one there was one scene that had me literally rolling with laughter and it's the spoilers. Yeah, the cro- the scene the yeah, teleporting yeah, crocodile. <laughs> Teleports behind you. Nothing, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> just like, Rah. I was like, oh, that reminds me of Deep Blue Sea, a much, much better bad movie. <laughs> I love Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea is my favorite because it's got Makos, and Makos are my favorite shark. Mm-hmm. Also, your hat is like a shark fin. Deep as blue as my hat is like a shark's fin. But, yes, the. the this is possibly the worst CG that I have seen. It, it made our number one movie look like it had good CG. Yes, mm-hmm. and that is a bizarre, horrible nightmare statement to make, but it is true. I do, yeah. Again, like, South Africa, we make movies. I know this. I'm involved with some of them. Mm-hmm. We can do some things very well. Mm-hmm. We can do Bad other things. Fury Road, for God's sake. Exactly. We can do other things aggressively terribly, and CGI is one of those things. Dion, Much like... if, if you were to imagine it, it's like the running in Wonder Woman. Yeah. But that's the whole thing all the time. <laughs> no. I think that's being a little bit um, generous, to be, to be completely yeah. honest. You're not wrong. Uh, this th- this reminded me of like what Dion was saying, where some of the CG in Wonder Woman looks like it's pre-viz. This lion looks pre-viz. It doesn't yeah. look finished at all. It looks like it is the bare bones wire work mesh structure that they're still going to build a it, line on top of. It looks like they got it out of the first Uncharted game. Again, that's being too generous. Yeah, <laughs> like... Because the first Uncharted game did have mocap. These animals, <laughs> these animals, and animated by someone that has anyway. never seen any of these animals, ostensibly. 
what I what I do like about this movie is how you, you, so the human traffickers, right? Who the new are hero, the new enemies du jour of action films? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The the human traffickers at one point. Who, oh, oh, and they're fuck. led by a British expatriate um, who appears to be of I would say either Indian or Pakistani descent. Uh, yeah, he appears as such. They never say where he's from, so I'm just assuming here. They they ride a technical. And they pull out an RPG, shoot down a chopper. The the chopper that explodes. No, no, no. You you missed out a part of that. When they shoot the the chopper with the RPG, the helicopter explodes in blood. Like it's a blood explosion. Like Metal Mm, Ocalypse directed it. (laughs) And like it would be cool if they somehow kept that thematic like thread going throughout the movie. Like everything just exploded with blood. But it, it didn't, except yeah, for my eyes. But then, also, but then, in know, that same car chase, they're firing guns at each other constantly. They're maybe oh, like yeah. they're at a COVID unsafe distance apart. Yep. Yep. And I think only two people get hit. Yeah, one of yes. them being the driver of the hero car. Yeah. Anyway, you 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 distracted me again. So they shoot down this chopper. It goes. It's, it's in interrupting you. It's interrupting, and then these human traffickers ululate like Al Qaeda for yeah. no reason. That did happen. Um, oh yes, we're also I, forgetting oh one God. little song. Oh my... Okay, yeah, you, you talk about that, and I'm going to talk about this other thing that fucking is. There's a, a running theme uh, throughout the film of. One of the good guys singing, which song is it by the Backstreet Boys? Everybody, rock your Everybody. body, Backstreet's back, all right. Running theme comes, because, comes you up know, several times. Because, you know, you can't have PMCs in your movie. They've got to be fun and relatable and quirky while they're doing war crimes. Yeah. Oh, there are literal war crimes in this movie as yeah. well. I forgot one of the things that when I was watching it fucking blew my mind, and that is that the there exists in the movie this weird moral of the story thing that the one character is going through, a black man, and the director is a, like black South African man, mm-hmm. and the director is who's probably white... the biggest bit. Sorry, not the biggest, the best actor in the entire picture. Absolutely, no, he's absolutely the best actor in the movie. Uh, that would be, and I'll name him Mangaliso Mazibuko. Uh, Dude, you put in a solid day's work. Like he, he played uh, Bobby, and my God, he is legitimately good. He's got pathos. I, I look forward to seeing you, and I won't make fun of you when I see you in the studio. I will make fun of the others, though. Mm. And I have done already. <laughs> Um, I've uh, the the guy that plays the first lieutenant of the bad guys. Um, I've made fun of him already in the studio. Hooray! Fantastic. Good man. Um, but the, yeah, there's this weird kind of commentary on like, like a black masculinity and what it means, and you know his kind of dealing with that, and like mm. from a South African perspective almost. And the director is a white person from England, and I'm just like. Oh boy. Keep in your lane, bud. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, that beleaguered so... sigh is exactly it. I wonder if we've all seen number one. Because that's where we're oh. headed now. Where oh, I'm pretty sure the train we have. is off the rails and plowing through the station into the schoolyard, killing hundreds. Killing hundreds, and within each of those hundreds, there are two bears. Oh. <laughs> that was a great setup, Marcus. Thank you. Marcus, how many times is this film so, on so my wait, list? Twice, please? We, we, uh, three times. What is number one? Let's, let's tell the viewsners. Do we have to actually say it? Yeah, if you speak you've its got, name. You've got to say those power. words, Marcus. <laughs> Why? It's like it's, an old god. It's... It's the new mutants. 
<sighs> God, my damn. favorite thing about this film is, um, you know, six years or five years or four years after it was shot or whatever, and somebody actually added Maisie Williams on Twitter and was like, hey, is this movie ever coming out? And she's like, I don't know, lol. Yeah. <laughs> Can I take you guys back to a simpler time five years ago? When we saw the first Hang on, hang on. To when we watched the first trailer for this film. We were so excited. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like it our, dropped on Halloween. It was our, fucking our, just our, body horror it, shit. We were it, it, yeah, it was fucking body horror X Men. Holy crap! Let's go. Yeah. <sighs> As Jared would say, we done ourselves. Our <laughs> smile and optimism gone. Ah, <sighs> we were such sweet boys back then. We were sweet summer children. I still I haven't seen favorite, it. I think my favorite part was how needlessly racist Ilyana Rasputin was the entire time. Hey, forget of about it. Of course that was your favorite part, Marcus. Marcus was comparing notes. He's like, oh, I would have said that. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part is how each actor got to test out like five or six different accents. My favorite... Ooh! Uh, uh, Rasputin... Ilyana's character most of all. Holy mm. crap. That accent ranged. I like how sometimes she just didn't do it and was just regular British and was like yeah. <laughs> eh, whatever. Like, no, seriously, Dion, it's transcendent. I, yeah, no, I almost it's watched a it and... must watch, mustn't watch. I came yes. very close to watching it and then I decided to pad out my uh, my top ten list. So. See, you you You're did a the smart boy, thing, but you I only watched. This I'm very proud that I've only watched one of the films that have been mentioned. I am very disappointed though that neither of my votes were seemed to have been counted because I thought my list was definitive. There were just two. Marcus, will you read out my list? I will do so justly. Hang on, let me just pull it back up again because it's in a different internet. It's in a special definitive folder. the same as my, my number one, which also yeah, no, we'll me. get there. We'll get there. To, we'll get to the eternal number one. But um, what Dion did put on his list was the Snyder Cut trailer featuring Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> number one with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, you know, we got you got us there. You got us there. <laughs> you guys yeah. are aiming too low. You gotta aim for the stars. <laughs> then you'll reach the tops of the trees. Yep. <laughs> and what was my number two? But of course, you know, I, I suppose we're done with new movie. Like it, it's it's a fucking shit show. It's just a shit show. And again, it is just one more fantastic example for me to point at when people say oh, like the performances in Game of Thrones were really good. The actors are quite solid. And I'm like, no, no, no. Some of the adult performances like Nikolai Costa-Waldu and um, Mama from Dread and Charles Dance, those are good actors. Mm -hmm. However, hiring... Hot and this was the other hilarious thing is they, they get, they're obviously getting jobs they were getting jobs based off the fact that they were the hottest shit and that they were big name draws. But, season 8 ruined that. But, you know, first of all, Season 8 ruined that and the fact that this movie was in development hell for the better part of five years. So when it came out and Maisie Williams' performance was fucking just paint-by-numbers crap. I want to hear what Dion's number two is. Yep. Well, you know what number... my number two is. It's yeah, yeah, it's the know. own. It, it's it. It was finally unseated as my worst movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. And in only Zack in... Snyder can outdo himself. <laughs> in the eternal true number one position with infinite points, Batman v <laughs> Superman: Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Thank, thanks, you guys, for making me watch that movie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to dispute his positioning here. 
because I feel like it should have been number one and the eternal number one because we rewatched this year. Yeah, means it I actually think, I think we've had number. this conversation, and that is what I thought the ruling was. Look, it's eternal. Marcus number is a one, loose cannon. Yeah, Marcus right, is a loose cannon. You're a fucking maniac. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want your badge and your gun. You're off the game. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, no, no. We have to have an actual, like, number one. And let's let's be real here. New Mutants was the worst movie that was released in 2020. It was the worst movie released in 2020, but far from the worst movie I watched in 2020. No, no, no. <laughs> Also, the first movie we watched in 2020 was Batman v Superman: Dawn of also, Justice, the Ultimate Edition, as directed also, by Zack Snyder. Uh, on a positive note, uh, there's a good chance that Zack Snyder is putting a remastered edition of BVS in IMAX cinemas next year. So, so it'll be eligible again. It'll be properly eligible. I'm no not more gonna let you people bullshit. pull the wool over my fucking eyes again and make me watch it again. Thomas, I'm it'll be so much better this time. It'll be remastered. Haven't you seen that Prince of Persia Sands of Time remaster? I'm gonna kill oh, you. I'm gonna beat I'm you gonna to death you. with something heavy. Those oh. things are automatically brilliant. I, I think if we force Thomas into it this time, it's it's gonna be the thing that finally drives him to drink. Yeah, like They've been they've been tipping points for me this year. They really have, but I've stayed true. <laughs> We're very proud of you. That Thomas. was very close when you guys <laughs> made me watch that. <laughs> oh my it's, goodness! It, I I I can't. Yeah. I remember the first time we watched the um, ultimate edition. Uh, we subjected base to it. Poor base. He's so pure. Sweet boy. Based Dion and I got very drunk to watch it, and then to cheer us up, Martina drove us to Steers. Aww. <laughs> Aww. We were I, such uh, sad I, boys. I can, just imagine, I can just imagine Martina's, listen, I know it was a terrible bad movie, but here, I'll let you get King Steer Burgers. <laughs> Thank you. And then you cry while eating them. <laughs> while in the shower. While eating while... My, bur- my soggy burger in the shower. In sepia tones while Hallelujah plays. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the Cinebeats cut of, uh, of, of Justice League. Basically. Yeah. Oh, man. So there you have it, Vuster. There's the 10 uh, worst movies, technically 11, yeah. we, we watched this yeah, year. The list, the list is up on the screen for you now. For it better is. or and, uh, worse. Thomas I'll, or Jason, uh, I'll send you the list so that you have them quick access. Yep. You do a copy-paste. You don't have to listen to the whole fucking thing again because that would be cancerous. Well, I mean, I do have to go through it to edit it properly. Yeah, yeah. no, but... You know, you just need to edit out all the times I say fuck, shit, and racism. I'm not even going to edit this out. The viewsners are here looking at our list, busy listening to us argue about this shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Fantastic. All right. Goodbye, viewsners. We'll see you tomorrow with our top 10. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. We're sorry. Goodbye. We're sorry. <laughs>